Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Like always, I'm your host, Blake Lane, and today it is Saturday, August 13th, 2022. Today is the 114th episode of the Uptempo Podcast. Man, I'm here to talk about the Kentucky Wildcats today. Yo, I want to I wanna dive into this schedule, give you my prediction of the 2022 season for Kentucky, and then, man, I really want to I really want to get in on this John Calipari and Mark Stoops Twitter beef, uh, Calipari's comments. I want to let you know how I feel about them. And uh, I just think he was flat out wrong, y'all. I think he was flat out wrong. I I I don't agree with any of it at all, you know. I, and I'm gonna let each and every one of you who listen to this podcast, I'm gonna give you my thoughts on it. But first, man, I just wanted to come to each and every one of you and apologize for the 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 lack of episodes this past week. I got married last Saturday to my best friend. Uh, we changed your name from Kelsey Lekins to Kelsey Lane. It was an amazing wedding. Uh, we were so excited. Uh, we had so much fun. Thankful for everybody who come out, and it was an amazing week. It was an amazing week. We started our honeymoon. We drove over to Jacksonville, Florida. We spent a couple days at Neptune Beach, had some great food on the beach. Uh, it was just a, a magical couple days, and then we, we drove up to Savannah, Georgia, and we experienced that town. We went to the bench of Forrest Gump and Life is Like a Box of Chocolates. And uh, we went to, you know, th- just the cathedral there and, and got to see the St. John the Baptist Cathedral and how cool and awesome that was. And just so much, so much, uh, so many fun things to do in Savannah, the old timey town and the river walk right there with the uh, dinner boat cruise. That was really neat. I really enjoyed that, and then we went to Tybee Island, and uh, 
that 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 was a great that was a great day on the beach and we went out on the pier the the people fishing off the pier the people out in the water and everything and then they had food on the pier with drinks and whatever you wanted man they had it uh, it, it was really top notch and the beaches are a little different uh, they don't really compare to our beaches down here in Gulf Shores or Orange Beach, you know, it, or Destin or Panama City or wherever you like to go, Pensacola Beach. They don't compare. They're not as nice, but that's my opinion. This is where I'm from. I'm always gonna, I'm always gonna side with, with my place and and the two five one. And uh, but it it was a great trip. It really was. It was a great trip. I'm happy to be home. I missed Mobile, Alabama. And uh, I'm, I'm ready to get back after it. I know college football is right around the corner. And that's why I'm excited, man. We've been breaking down on this podcast. We've been breaking down SEC schedules and everything. Uh, I, I broke down Auburn in a way to get to 8-4, and four, which I think that they possibly could get to. I like them. I like them at least at 7-5, and five, but I, I really, really think they could get to 8-4. and four. And then we had DG break down his Florida Gators. And then the other night we broke down – the Tennessee Volunteers and the Alabama Crimson Tide. So today I'm riding solo, but I'm going to come to you guys and break down this this Kentucky schedule real quick. But first, before I get into the Kentucky schedule, I want to touch on the John Calipari, the John Calipari and uh, the Mark Stoops controversy and the beef on Twitter and everything. And and you know it all it all stemmed from John Calipari making his comments about wanting the upgraded facilities and stuff at Kentucky and that this was a basketball school and he really hopes the football team does well and they win 10 games and they go to some bowl games and that's awesome but he needs the resources and the funds for basketball to compete with others and it was a slick shot it was a slick shot from Calipari 100% a slick shot and you know, I, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at John and his resume, and you know, it pops at me. It pops at me. One national championship at Kentucky, at the University of Kentucky, the biggest college basketball brand in America, the Kentucky Wildcats. All right, they're the they're the creme de la creme of college basketball, baby. All right, Big Blue Nation, you are the standard. The Rupp Arena, you are the standard of college basketball. I know others want to throw North Carolina, Duke, Kansas. That's fine. UCLA, that's fine. I'm cool with that. But where I'm from, you're the standard. Southeastern Conference, you're the standard of college basketball. And when you took that job, it was win, baby, win. And have you had some magical teams? Absolutely. Pure magical teams. Really, really fucking talented magical teams. I mean, elite basketball teams. Have you went far in the tournament? Absolutely. Absolutely. But guess what? Kentucky fans don't care. All right? They don't care, John, that you went to the Elite Eight. All right? They don't care that you went to the Final Four. You know what Kentucky fans care about? They care about banners. All right? They care about national titles. At Kentucky basketball. That's what they care about. And I'm looking at a guy that was hired in 2009. His record is 365 and 101. That's a hell of a fucking record. Okay. That's, that's 
fucking top of the line. And it should be like that. It should be. Like I said, your Kentucky basketball, man, uh, you know, like I always say, Chick-fil-A, they don't, they don't run a whole lot of ads, right? Because it sells itself, all right? Same way with a little chicken finger place here in Mobile, Alabama, Fusackley's, all right? It sells itself. Kentucky basketball, Alabama football, sells itself, all right? You're going to get the guys. You're going to get the recruits. Salary, $9.27 million. Dude's making $9.27 million. All right? Some SEC football coaches don't make that. A lot of SEC football coaches don't make that. That's what basketball means in Kentucky. Their basketball coach makes more than their football coach. Okay? And before I get into it, just hold on. I got a point that I'm about to make. So, like I said, one national championship, four Final Fours, six SEC tournament championships, six SEC regular season championships. Okay, John has been the Naismith College Coach of the Year three times in his career, once at UK in 2015, and he was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2015. He also took two other schools to the Final Four with UMass in 1996 and the Memphis Tigers in 2008 okay so john's first year on the job coach cal's first year 2010 you go to the elite eight and you lose you were 35 and three okay that's what you ended up 35 and three well guess what kentucky basketball fans they don't care about losing in the elite eight all right 2011 you get to the final four you you end up 29 and nine you lose in the final four john Guess what? They don't care. 2012, you reach the pinnacle. You cut down the nets in New Orleans. I was there that night watching Anthony Davis, the magical team that you had. You win the national championship. You beat Kansas. You finish the year 38 and 2. 2013, Kentucky fans are expecting to possibly repeat, and you don't even make the tournament. Then you get a first-round loss in the NIT to Robert Morris. Kentucky falls on tough times. So they bounced back in 2014, right? I think they were like an eight or nine seed going into the tournament. They make a run to the national championship. And Coach Cal fails. He loses to a Kimball Walker team in UConn. A game that Cal should have won. A game that I give Cal a strike on while he was at Kentucky, while he's at Kentucky. Uh, I give him a strike. That should have been two national championships at Kentucky. Should have been two. All right, I give you a strike there, Cal. They finished the year 29-11. and 11. All right, 2015, this is your second strike, Coach Cal. All right, 2015, this should have been your third national championship at the University of Kentucky. You lose in the Final Four. You had Cat. You had Devin Booker. I could keep going, all right? Anytime a team has D-Book coming off the bench in college basketball and, and you're undefeated in the Final Four, uh, you got to close that out, man. And Coach Cal, it's his second strike at Kentucky for me. They finished the year 38-1. and They lose to that Wisconsin team. 
Then in 2016, you get bounced in the second round. You finish 27 and 9. 2017, come back. You lose in the Elite Eight, 32 and 6. That was a hell of a Kentucky team. Couldn't find a way to get it done. 2018, losing the Sweet 16, 26 and 11. 2019, you lose in the Elite Eight. Another fabulous Kentucky team. You lose to Auburn. You had dominated Auburn in the regular season, and you lose to Auburn in the Elite Eight. Guess what? Kentucky fans don't care, John. 2020, COVID season, okay? Not a strike. Couldn't help it. Kentucky was 25-6 and six before the season got shut down. They had a great team. Was probably in for another Elite Eight Final Four run. And then you go to 2021, and it was Calipari's worst season as head coach at Kentucky. They missed the tournament. They went 9-16. and 16, And they started out the season 1-6. and six. Absolutely unacceptable at, at the University of Kentucky. Absolutely unacceptable. So, 2022. Hey, I work with a Kentucky fan. He's diehard Monday through Friday. Comes in and he lets me know how he feels about the program. And he said before last year started... If we don't get to the Final Four, something's got to change. All right? He said, we have too good of a team not to get to the Final Four. Something's got to change. He said, I'm not going to put a national championship on him because it's so hard to win a natty. All right? But we've been too fucking close, all right, to come up this short. And you got the National Player of the Year dropping 30-plus points, and you lose in the first round to St. Peter's. St. Peter's, okay? Oscar Shibway drops 30-plus in the first round, and you lose to St. Peter's. You finish 26-8. and eight. And then, in the offseason, you're going to hit me with some shit like what you just said. This is a basketball school, in which it is. It is, Coach Cal. It is. But you don't trash you don't trash your football program. You don't trash your baseball program. All right. You don't go you don't go throw your coaches under the bus. And I don't blame Stoops. I don't blame him at all. Get on Twitter. Throw it out there. Say, hey, don't disrespect our fans. We compete in the SEC too, damn it. All right? I, I, I've built this from the ground up. You didn't. All right? Like I told you, the Adolph Rupp era and all that, all those things, Coach Cal didn't get it out of the mud. All right? Coach Mark Stoops did. He got it out of the mud. I don't know if you remember the the Joker Phillips days at Kentucky. They were short-lived, but but it was bad, all right? I remember plenty of times, me growing up, it was bad. You remember the, the bluegrass miracle? It was bad, all right? Jared Lorenzen was a, was a bright light. Woodson was a bright light, all right? The Tim Couch days. It was few and far between winning for Kentucky football. Mark Stoops got it out the mud, and that's where he felt disrespected. He felt disrespected. And like I said, it is a basketball school. Like I said on social media yesterday, it is 100% a basketball school. But you don't throw your guys under the bus like that, Cal. 
You don't do it. Look at Auburn. Look at Arkansas. Two two schools that all of their head coaches support each and every one of each and every one of their programs. They're there, man. Harson, Auburn road game at Tennessee behind the bench. All right, he was behind the bench, supportive after everything he fucking went through. He was still supportive to Auburn basketball. You don't throw your guys under the bus, man. And and Coach Stoops come out today and said, you know, I didn't have to, I didn't start my program on third base. I started my I started my program in the fucking box. All right. I, I was at the plate when I started my program. I didn't get a Cadillac on third base. Cause that's what Cal got. And for you to only deliver one national championship. He's a failure. He's a failure. I don't know how you could say. I, I I don't I don't know how you could say anything else. As a Kentucky fan, there's no possible way you think Cal has lived up to what he was supposed to do at Kentucky. One national championship. He should have at least three. At least three minimum. He should have at least three. It's sickening, man. It's sickening. I hated it. I hated it. It was piss poor. Reword it, dog. D- do something else, man. That ain't it. The guy's all about himself. Coach Cal's all about himself, and you can't tell me any different. He he doesn't care about Kentucky football. He doesn't can he doesn't care about Kentucky baseball. All he cares about is Rupp Arena and Kentucky basketball. That's it. That's it. And that's my thoughts on it. All right. You, you, you look at Stoops, man. You look at Stoops' record at Kentucky: fifty nine and fifty three. His salary he makes six point seven five million a year. Remember what I told you? Uh, Cal made nine point two. So guess what? Cal, he's starting to look at this and going, hey, man, this Stoops fella, he's making almost $3 million less than me a year, and he's kicking my ass the past couple years up here in the Bluegrass State in Lexington, Kentucky. He's kicking my ass. More people are starting to pay attention to him than they are to me. Stoops, SEC Coach of the Year in 2018 when Kentucky really broke out onto the scene. They had that 10-win season in 2018. He's 4-2 in bowl games. He's six consecutive bowl games. Four straight bowl wins. Okay? Mark Stoops ain't fucking around, people. He inherited a mess. He inherited a mess. He, He got it out the mud at home plate. From the box. Two and ten in twenty thirteen. Five and seven in twenty fourteen. Five and seven in twenty fifteen. Seven and six to a freaking bowl game in twenty sixteen. Okay? They lose to Georgia Tech, but that's okay. They bounce back in twenty seventeen. Seven and six. They lose in another bowl game to Northwestern. Here we are, people. 2018, Kentucky knocks the door down. They go 10-3 and with a dub against Penn State in a bowl game. Okay? 2019, they bounce back, go 8-5 and with a dub against Virginia Tech in a bowl game. 2020, COVID season, ain't holding it against Stoops at all. They go to 5-6 and with a, uh, a dub against North Carolina State in a bowl game. And then 2021, 
he has another 10-win season, baby. 10-3 and three with a dub against Iowa. Okay? It's simple to see. We know why Cal took the took the dig now. Because this guy Stoops has been kicking his ass. All right? He's the hot commodity on campus. People are up for Kentucky football. That's why he took the dig. It's easy to see. It's easy to see. Cal's worried. Cal's worried. Hey, what what if the Stoops guy? What if he what if he wins the SEC East and gets to Atlanta? Look, I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but it's got to be running through Cal's head, right? Like, man, if if he if he somehow if he somehow gets past Georgia and Tennessee and and Florida and he gets to the to the SEC title game, I'm screwed. Like, hey, he's feeling the heat. Stoops is putting the pressure on him, baby. And then Stoops ain't scared. Stoops gets up on the on the on the Twitter app, baby, the Blue Bird app, and says, "Hey, don't disrespect my fucking program, brother." All right, we're here. I got it out the mud. Shit, get after him, Stoops. I love it, baby. I love it. Whoo. Man, let's get into this Kentucky football schedule, man. That was my thoughts on that. Uh, Cal, piss poor choice of words. Uh, This Kentucky football schedule, man. Uh, Saturday, September 3rd, they're kicking off at home against Miami of Ohio. I got that as a win. Then they go to Florida uh, Saturday, September 10th. I got that as a win. They go into Gainesville. They go into the Swamp, and they knock off the Florida Gators. I like them starting 2-0. and Then they come home and they got Youngstown State. Give me 3-0 and for the Wildcats. Then they play Northern Illinois at home Saturday, September 24th. Give me another win. I like 4-0 and out the gate for the Kentucky Wildcats. And here we go, people. They go to Ole Miss Saturday, October 1st, and this is where I think the Kentucky Wildcats find their first loss of the year. That's right. I think Ole Miss knocks them off in Oxford. They get them. It's 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 a it's a trap down there. All right, Lane's gonna have something cooked up. Lane's ready. He loves the big time moments. Kentucky. I got him coming in at four and zero. Ole Miss is probably gonna be the same, and it's gonna it could be a it could be a freaking game day atmosphere down there. Uh, the Grove just a little too much for Kentucky. I like Ole Miss there. Uh, Kentucky falls to four and one. Then they travel back home against the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. Give me five and one right there. Uh, Spencer Rattler, just I'm not on the hype train like I've said multiple times. Uh, not a big, not a big Spencer Rattler guy. I like Will Levis there, and then they get Mississippi State at home, uh, October fifteenth. Man, give me Kentucky. Give me Kentucky. Um, even though I love Will Rogers, I love Will Rogers, but. I like Kentucky at home. If it was in Starkville, I'd probably say Mississippi State. Um, two, three, four, four and one, five and one, six and one. Kentucky six and one. They go to Tennessee Saturday, October 29th. Unfortunately for the Kentucky Wildcats, I see that as a loss. Uh, that will be six and two. And then they go to Missouri. I like that as a win. That's seven and two. 
Then they get Vanderbilt at home Saturday, November 12th. That is 8-2. and two. And then we got Georgia Saturday, November 19th in Lexington. I know a lot of people say that this is upset city for Georgia, but I disagree. Give me the dogs. Give me the dogs in a nail-biter, okay, in a nail-biter. I think this is going to be a really tough game for Georgia, but uh, they're just, a, uh, you know, they're going to outclass Kentucky right here, just a, a little more a little more talent on that Georgia roster, and and I like the dogs. All right, so I think Kentucky falls to 8-3 and three right there, and then they – they uh, they come back home to face the Louisville Cardinals in that rivalry game there set Saturday November 26th and I have the Kentucky Wildcats winning that one and they finish 9 and 3 in the SEC East 9 and 3 overall love the Kentucky Wildcats this year okay love them love Kentucky now like I said, there's some games in there that I pick for them to win, but they, you know, like the Mississippi State game, man, that's tricky, dude. That Will Rogers, he's a wizard. Uh, he, he's a stud, one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC. Uh, South Carolina, South Carolina, we just don't know about South Carolina right now. We really don't, man. Spencer Rattler, he is the missing, he's the he's the puzzle, man. He's the puzzle piece, and you just don't know. You, you just don't know. Um, and and that Ole Miss game, man, I, I think that's where Kentucky slips up. I think that's their first loss. But, yeah, 9-3 and three for Kentucky. I think it's a really solid year. Man, that East is, is looking right over there. The SEC East is finally competitive again uh, in the trenches, in the mud, man. Absolutely love it over there. So, with that being said, guys, I really appreciate you joining me. It was a great episode today. Give you my thoughts on Cal and Stoops, uh, Cal shit comments, and then uh, broke down the Kentucky schedule real quick. I have them going 9-3 and three, uh, in the 2022 season. So thankful for each and every one of you who listen to this podcast. With that being said, I will catch you guys on the next one. War Damn Eagle, and I'm out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.